Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Right, uh, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. What a weekend in the Premier League we had. Wow. Uh, some big results. Some big surprises. One of which results in a big managerial change. I wish I could tell you my picks I gave you on Friday were on the mark. They were not. But it was a great weekend nevertheless. And if you thought Manchester City... We're going to lose that match. You were probably... We're going to win that match. Uh, You were probably shocked. Look, we're going to go through all of the Premier League. We're going to discuss every match that happened this weekend. And let's talk about the managerial situation at Tottenham Hotspur, which is now blown wide open. And unsurprisingly, we do have uh, some picks and predictions for you, given that we do have some Champions League matches tomorrow. This is a Champions League week, which is exciting. And wonderful is what we all love. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the best way to reach me. I'd like to welcome in all of our men and women in uniform around the world are listening on the American Forces Network. Uh, and if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeart, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, welcome to the show. I wouldn't say we have some massive matchups tomorrow, in the Champions League. I mean, there are some good ones, but in terms of, like, you know, premier marquee matchups, I suppose Man United away in Bergamo against Atalanta would be a good match. Of course, United coming off a big win over the weekend. Uh, there are some other things that are extremely interesting in the Champions League, but those matches uh, won't take place on Wednesday. We're talking about Liverpool Atletico is a big one. Man City, Bruges. So, Bruges, lots of stuff to get to in the Champions League. Never fear. We'll cover it all. I'm going to give you the best place to, uh, the best picks if you want to put down a few bucks. Anyway, I've got to go to break. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, once again, lots to get to today, Champions League football, and of course, the big action in the Premier League. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a brief break. Be right back after these messages. Uh, welcome you back to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Nick Eber with you here, as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, on these very networks. And on the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. You get it, right. We're going to go through the picks I gave you on Friday. We'll see how we did. But look, there's lots to talk about in the Premier League. Big managerial change. And, you know, the managerial merry-go-round is actually more interesting than usual, and I'm going to explain why. Uh, But we will go through the picks I gave you on Friday. We'll see how I did. Uh, You know, I put a few bucks on it. And I have to tell you, when I bet on sports, I use betonline.ag. And they are back. They're better than ever. 
They've got a brand new web interface, which has coincided with the start of the basketball season. They've got more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They are your number one spot for your basketball, your gridiron, your soccer action, everything you want, plus boxing, MMA, golf, tennis, baseball, you know, obviously World Series, blah, blah. You got it. They have it all. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You heard me, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive that bonus. Basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, course soccer, and your favorite Vegas casino games. they got it all. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for your sports betting Jones. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. So let's take a look, shall we? I'll give you my picks and let's take a look how we did. Uh, starting with Leicester City, Arsenal. You know, I actually chose Leicester City to win this match. And um, that was obviously a big, big mistake. Arsenal continuing uh, their rehabilitation, their run again. They kept faith with Mikel Arteta. We're going to discuss that in a little bit. But they're 2-0 away at the KP. Look, Leicester City are in some trouble. Let's not mince words. They're mid-table. They've lost as many matches as they've won. In fact, they've only won four out of ten matches. Very, very poor. Brendan Rodgers, mm, let's talk about it. I've got some opinions about it. So anyway, got that one dead wrong. Uh, Newcastle, Chelsea, well... I got that one right. I don't think there was much of a surprise. Chelsea going to St. James's Park and knocking three past Newcastle. I said that was going to be 4-0. I was pretty close. Liverpool, Brighton. I had a Liverpool win at Anfield. Actually, it was a draw. Brighton played out of their socks. They were fantastic. They got the draw at plus 590, if you'd bet that at Bet Online. Um, Burnley, Brentford. You know, I, I had Brentford, the Bees winning. I mean, but their early season form has certainly dropped off as they uh, dropped uh, points uh, away at Turf Moor. They um, conceded three goals and lose three goals to one. So great result for Burnley there, but I got that one wrong. Man City was the next one. Man City, Crystal Palace. I said Man City were going to win. Crystal Palace won this 2-0 away at the Etihad. Folks, that played, paid plus 1,600. That was the payday on that one. If you'd put $1,000 down on that, you'd have 16,000 in your pocket. If you'd put $100 down, you'd have had 1,600 in your pocket. Wow, what a result. No one saw that one coming. Big result, of course, red card as well. It's the City got big, big, big surprise. And you know, you have to look at City's form this season. I mean, certainly... We talk about the Harry Kane transfer didn't come through. Big disaster for them. Look at where they are now. Are they? It's still a three-horse race for the title. But, you know, I scratch my head a bit about Man City. Sometimes they do surprise me. Uh, so I got that one wrong. Uh, Watford-Southampton. I had that one as a draw. Southampton actually winning away at Vicarage Road. Tottenham-Man United. I said that was going to be a draw. Actually, Man United tonked Tottenham 3-0. And, you know, Espirito Santo, Santos gets fired. Uh, Norwich leads. That was the Sunday match. I said Leeds United were going to win. They actually did. They got back on track. Thought they would. 2-1. Good result. That's one for me. 
and Aston Villa, West Ham, I said, give it to the Hammers of Villa Park, and you know what? The Hammers did win. So, one, two, three out of nine. Oh, pretty bad. I know. I know, folks. Nothing much I can do about it. But the Tottenham result, very interesting, because it resulted in uh, Nuno getting fired. I mean, it was just a matter of time. Tottenham really, really in trouble. You know, part of it's his problem. Part of it's not. I mean, some of this is Harry Kane's just his heart is just not in it. I mean, they've lost five. They've won five. They've conceded 16 goals on the season. I mean, just to give you an idea, Burnley have conceded 16 goals. Teams that have conceded more goals than that are Newcastle, Leeds, Watford, Villa. Boy, they are down in trouble right now. And Leicester. So for Tottenham Hotspur, that is a ridiculous amount of goals to concede. And they've been scoring goals. I don't think quite as many as they want. And I think a lot of that, obviously, the Harry Kane issue is a huge one. So they decide to make a, a managerial change, as indeed they should have. And Nuno is gone. The question is now, who do they get in place of Nuno? All signals are pointing to Antonio Conte being the guy to take over at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What's so interesting about that is he is a guy that was being mulled over by Manchester United as a potential replacement for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who certainly saved his job with the big win away at Tottenham. So one of those two managers was going to get executed on defeat. It ended up being Nuno because uh, you know losing 3-0 at home to a fairly lackluster United side uh, is uh, not not acceptable. Look, Ole's uh, job is still on the line. They have a massive match coming up at home on Saturday against Manchester City and what has to be the marquee match of the weekend. By the way, Liverpool are away at uh, the London Stadium against West Ham United, so that is also a really, really huge match. But probably the Man City um, the, the Manchester derby is really the big talk over the weekend. And, you know, both of these clubs need a result, which is why I think it's probably going to be a draw. But if only job is going to be, you know, up in the air question, although United are fifth right now. So let's, you know, let's not ring too many alarm bells if you're a United fan like they were doing. But I think the guy that they really want, that they're really looking at and they're really hoping, is Brendan Rodgers. And currently Leicester are having a torrid time this season. Defensively, they are all a shambles. And I said all along, I thought Leicester were a great side. I thought a little bit old, maybe. And I think the seams are starting to come apart. A little bit of creaking and groaning and moaning uh, on the Leicester sh City ship. And I have to wonder if this isn't an almost opportune time for Brennan Rodgers to get a new set of teeth and a new wife and head over to a new club. You know, it's been a, a good run at Leicester. He's done fabulous work at Leicester, no doubt about it. But maybe this is the time. Maybe Leicester's 
need for a ground-up rebuild is going to be the impetus that he needs to decide he's ready to move on to greener pastures. Be bad for Leicester City, but he is the profile of a manager United want. And if they get a, a Brendan Rodgers at the helm at Man United, folks, there's no more excuses they could possibly have. So I happen to think they're fine to let Ole sit a few more games, a few more weeks, a few more months, and see where it goes. And their eyes are at Leicester to see what happens with Brendan Rodgers. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Got to go to break. I'll be right back after this. Cheers. Back, World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. Nick, keep it with you. Going through the Premier League, we're going to talk about the Champions League. Big show, lots to get to. Talked about some managerial changes at Spurs. By the way, we haven't chatted about what an incredible job Bruno Lager is doing at Wolverhampton Wanderers who win their home game against Everton and were oddsmakers' favorites coming into the game. You know, how much pressure is Rafa Benitez under? If you remember, Rafa came into Everton uh, not really loved by the fans over some comments he'd made while he was at Liverpool Football Club. Sort of won them over earlier in the season when they had a decent run of form. But quite honestly, things have gone a bit in the crapper ever since, and they're now mid-table. They've lost. They haven't won in four matches. The last match they won, uh, they beat Norwich two 0 back in September. It's been a woeful October through November for them, with three losses and a draw. And it's not so much the goals that they're scoring because they are scoring. Uh, the sort of goal production that should put them in fifth or sixth place. It's defensively that they are absolutely awful. They are the they are the team with the worst defensive record. You have to go to like basically fifteenth place in the tables. They've got to drop another twenty five percent of the way down the table before you find another team with equally as woeful a defensive record or worse. And that would be right now Aston Villa. So, you know, I have to wonder, there was a draw against Man United, then lost to West Ham, lost to Watford, and a loss to Wolves. So the W teams not doing well for Everton. And I have to wonder sort of what sort of pressure Rafa Benitez is going to be under. I mean, he's not going to be under the sort of pressure that Nuno Espirito Santos was, uh, was in un- at Tottenham Hotspur that ultimately saw him fired. But he is certainly going to be under some pressure. And the fans are going to look at every opportunity they can get to kind of, you know, go back to their old prejudices. Fascinating stuff. Wolves were plus 125 at betonline.ag coming into this match today, Monday. And they won 2-1. And I have to say... It was either an incredible first 30 minutes of football from Wolves or it was one of the most woeful 
footballing performances I've seen from Everton in an awfully long time. I, I would suggest to you it's the latter. But, you know, Bruno Lager's done a great job. Wolves up in seventh spot right now. And it's not just all of a sudden. I mean, it's not just a win against Everton. Since the beginning of, since the 11th of September, when they beat Watford 2-0, they have only lost one game. And that actually was against Brentford. And they were on that kind of crazy run where they beat Wolves, drew Liverpool, that whole kind of run. Remember that? Things have gone off the, you know, wheels have come off the bus a bit for Brentford since then, but... You know, it's been some great results. Southampton, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Everton, and a draw against Leeds. So those are all wins and a draw against Leeds. Fantastic stuff. Wolves looking really good. And I like Wolverhampton Wanderers. They, have, they, they play a nice brand of football currently sitting above Everton, above Tottenham, above Leicester. And are those clubs not the biggest disappointments of all? Or is Aston Villa even a bigger disappointment? I'm not surprised about Villa, that they're languishing, conceded 19 goals. Okay, they have, they have conceded the third most amount of goals in the Premier League behind only Newcastle and Norwich. And Norwich has only scored three goals in 10 matches and have conceded 25, two and a half goals a game they're conceding. I mean, that's just pretty bloody awful, wouldn't you say? When you sell a guy like Jack Grealish, I, I, I talk about this on the show I, a lot. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of money for him. And that's great. You want the money. But if you have a plan for the money, because otherwise you're going to take that big bag of gold and you're going to stick it on the pitch where Jack Grealish was going to play. And when the ball comes his way, it's just going to go clink and bounce off it and go somewhere else. In this market, where there are as many top-level teams with seemingly unlimited pools of money, the giant sucking sound, as Ross Perot, RIP, used to say, is going upwards. Any player of talent is being sucked out of these clubs and moved up to the big boys. And Newcastle will start to be sucking from the bottom pretty soon. And what that means is that it's very, very hard for a club like Villa to get a like-for-like -like replacement for a guy like Jack Relish. Plus the whole chemistry issue. It's nice that the boss made the money, but the player's still got to get out there and win matches. This is a problem that isn't going to go away, and it is really just polarizing more. And look, I talk about how parity sucks, about how we've had, you know, 30% uh, of the teams have won the Premier League uh, over time, that it's, it's no, really not markedly any less competitive than, say, the NFL is. But there is definitely a decided pull, a polarization of talent. I mean, could you see a way Cristiano Ronaldo would be playing for Leeds United or Watford? I mean, do you remember when um, Tevez and Mascherano played for West Ham? <laughs> you remember that crazy year? This was when West Ham were, you know, down in the dumps, right? And they pulled two of the world's sort of 
most up-and-coming stars. It was because, of course, their, their agent. And all the shenanigans and backdoorings that he was doing. But, I mean, could you see that? Could you see Ronaldo? Could you see uh, Mo Salah accepting an offer to go play at Newcastle? I couldn't. There's just no way. He wants to win stuff. He wants to make the money. Now, they may be able to offer the money, but they certainly can't offer the stuff. So you're stuck with Tottenham in ninth. Tenth is Everton. Eleventh is Leicester City. I mean, this is unbelievable what we're looking at right now on the tables. And as poor of a run as Rafa Benitez has been on, as good, is as good of a run as Bruno Lager has been on, or as good of a run as David Moyes has been on at West Ham United. Because there is no denying West Ham United have been threatening to come into their own over the last couple of seasons. And they are doing that this season. Look, we are a, a, about 20, we are a little bit more than 25% through the season. We're about 26, 27% through the season right now. I can tell you that West Ham being in fourth spot is not an anomaly. They are playing some terrific football. And, and, and let me tell you why the football they're playing is so good. On all, statistically speaking, you, I mean, you can watch them play, and you know they play well. So I mean, that's that's one part of it. But let's just take a look at the statistics for a second. They are tied with Manchester City for goals scored. Just absorb that for a minute, okay? Because I, I've been telling you that the teams that score the most goals generally, generally, not always, but almost always, are the ones that win the league. Manchester City have been winning the league year over year. Obviously, two years ago they didn't, but they did last year. But the year before they won it, uh, the, the year before Liverpool won it, and then the year before that Manchester City won it. They've scored 20 goals, Man City, same amount as West Ham. They've con Man City have conceded six goals. West Ham United have only conceded 11 goals. Think about that. Think about that. And that includes games against Villa, against Tottenham, against Everton, against Brentford, who always seems to score goals. Leicester City, Crystal Palace. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Okay, they lost at home against Manchester United, and they get to redeem that. It's pretty impressive. They, however, have a very, very, very tough test coming up on Sunday when they play Liverpool at the London Stadium. That's a tough game for Liverpool. Will they be able to keep pace? When we come back, we've got about a minute left. When we, when we come back, I want to continue the discussion I was having about managers because, you know, we talked about what a terrific job Bruno Lager is doing and, uh, you know, what a great job David Moyes is doing. And I told you that I thought the guy that Man United really wanted was Brendan Rodgers at Leicester City. Uh, but I wanted to draw a comparison 
between Bruno, Bruno Lager at Wolves and Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea. All right, this is World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm Nick Gieber. Uh, let's get to it, shall we? When we come back, we'll talk about that and the Champions League. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, let's talk more beautiful game. Be right back after this. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By All right, welcome back. We'll Radio presented by AG. Nick Eber with you here. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then against midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. I'm also on iHeartRadio. Tune in, the award-winning SiriusXM app. And if you miss any part of the show, don't worry. Head over to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network where you can find this show and many other great shows as well on the network and if you want to find this show just search world soccer radio and if you don't find it if you can't get believe which you should be able to i don't know why you wouldn't we're available on itunes and google podcasts and spotify and you know everywhere else so anyway uh welcome back we're going to talk a little champions league football before we do i was just pointing out before the break about the situation at wolverhampton wanderers where, you know, Nuno Espirito Santo left last year at the end of last season and went to Spurs. Bruno Lager came in pretty much with the same squad. I mean, there were not earth-shifting, paradigm-shifting changes at Wolves. And he's taken them into a team right now sitting seventh in the table, one point behind Arsenal, one point behind Manchester United. I mean, that is pretty impressive. That is, I mean, it's obviously not quite the Frank Lampard, Thomas Tuchel changeover where, you know, Lampard goes and the new manager with the same team largely wins the Champions League. But, you know, it's pretty good. Tottenham looking at Antonio Conte. I don't think he's going to have that same effect on this team. Everton have just brought Rafa Benitez in, and as we talked, as we mentioned, they've won one-one in the last five after a promising start. Leicester City are struggling badly, currently eleventh in the table, so they're officially in the bottom half of the table. They're conceding goals aplenty. And I just wonder if Backdoor Brendan's going to figure out a way to slide on out of Leicester City, slide on out of the KP, and sit his butt down in the dugout in those lovely seats up there at Old Trafford at Manchester United. Because I think that is a profile. You know, they they have David Moyes, right? And he, he got away from them because they were too impatient. You know, when when they... When Alex Ferguson left and David Moyes came in, he was sort of the hand-picked successor. The assumption was it's a handoff of a winning team from one manager to another. 
the, the, the good times will continue to roll. And of course, there were problems that were endemic to Manchester United that David Moyes was never going to fix or be able to gloss over. And so without really giving him the times he needed to develop his style, stamp his imprint on the club, they sacked him. They looked for, you know, the next big manager that would somehow, somewhere, somehow be able to just turn what was an aging team with no pipeline of talent on the way in, in a forever more competitive landscape. Just so someone was going to be able to what? Turn that around in a second? I mean, not likely, right? So they dumped him. Think about that for a minute. They dumped the manager. They dumped a manager who is notorious for being not flashy, not edgy, not the back paper's favorite son, but a guy that slowly and meticulously and maturely builds teams based on science, by the way. David Moyes is known in the coaching world as being a scientific manager. In other words, he really feeds off data. And so they dumped him. The fact of the matter is, I mean, think about the managers that Manchester United have had, right? Just, just think about it for a minute. I mean, they've had a slew of managers that would make most people drool. I mean, since David, since they dumped Moyes, they got Ryan Giggs. Okay, it was just for, you know, caretaker manager. Then it was Louis Van Hall. Then it was Jose Mourinho. Now it's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. The funny thing is, they dumped Mourinho. Mourinho had close to the same win percentage as uh, Sir Alex Ferguson did. Mourinho brought them a Europa League, a League Cup, a Community Shield. Van Hall brought him an FA Cup. But no one brought him the title. The last title was under Alex Ferguson. I mean, it, it, it's just... So, they've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He, he's doing okay. He, you know, the problem is, is that he's losing the confidence of the people around him. The locker room is split. So... I don't want to talk about United. We spent plenty of time with United over the last couple of days. The bottom line is, I think the profile of the guy they want is Moyes Jr. We, yes, we're talking about Brendan Rodgers. And I think Leicester's current travails, Leicester's current woes, should give him, or will give him, the back door out of the king power that he needs to get to United. We're not there yet, but we will be soon, trust me. All right, let's turn to the Champions League where we are going to be four matches in to a six-game group stage for all the groups. And things are now starting to 
look very, very interesting. Group A with Paris Saint-Germain, Man City, Bruges, and Leipzig. This was a group that we'd kind of assumed was going to be a doddle for City and PSG. But actually, it's not. Man City have lost... I mean, Man City... Okay, look. City lost to PSG 2-0. PSG tied Bruges 1-1. This is... It's likely it'll be these two teams, but, you know, Bruges is in with a shout. Uh, They are, however, going to have to go to uh, the Etihad and pay Manchester City. And uh, for that one, I'm afraid... I don't hold out a great deal of hope for them. Uh, let's take a look at where they are at. Um, here we go. Uh, that is the Wednesday match. Man City are pl- minus 1,000. Bruges plus 2,800. Yeah, I'd take Man City on that one, shall we? Oh, we should probably go down. That's the Group A uh, battle. The next battle in Group A will be between Leipzig and PSG. Leipzig are plus 190, PSG are plus 134. Um, I'm actually going to take PSG for this. I like them. I think they're going to win. I don't like them, but they're going to win. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean by that. Group B, Liverpool, Atletico, Porto, and Milan. The big, big match. The big match, really one of the biggest matches of this Champions League, is going to be at Anfield, where Liverpool will host Atletico Madrid. I'm going to take Liverpool at minus 155. Uh, they are the favourites. I will go with them. Uh, the next one in that group is Porto, and uh, they are playing uh, Milan uh, in Italy. Uh, mm, AC Milan are not particularly wonderfully great. Uh, they are Now, I'm going to take a draw on that, okay? Plus 265. Take the draw. These are Wednesday's matches, by the way, for Group B. All right, let's go to Group C. We have Ajax, Dortmund. Uh, by the way, Group B right now, I mean, it's Atletico and Porto are tied so on points. So those points are going to be very, very critical for Porto and very critical for Atletico. I mean, Liverpool basically through. I'm just going to take an act of God, but not, not mathematically, but basically through. Group C, Ajax, Dortmund, Sporting and Besiktas. Sporting are playing Besiktas. I have to go with them as a favorite at minus 240. Uh, The next one there is going to be Ajax Dortmund. And I'm going to take Borussia Dortmund, the favorites, at plus 150 to win there. All right, next up, Group E. Trying to move along here. We're running out of time, right? Group E is Bayern, Benfica, Barcelona, Dinamo Kiev. Uh, Barcelona will be going to Kiev to play, and um, they're minus 150 favorites. It's always a tough game. I'm going to go for a draw, plus 300. There we go. Next up. Next up we have... um, Let's have a look. Bayern Munich, Benfica would be the next one. Bayern Munich, Benfica. I'm going to take, well, you have to take Bayern Munich plus 1,400. There's pretty much no chance of anybody else winning that one. Uh, Group F, Man United, Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. 
Uh, Villarreal is playing, is hosting Young Boys. I'm going to take Villarreal for the win here at minus 195. Uh, Man United are playing Atlanta uh, away. I'm going to take... I think Man United... Nah, oh, I don't know. I hate these games. Okay, I'll take Man United at plus 125. Uh, Group G, Salzburg, Sevilla, Lille, and Wolfsburg. Uh, this is really an uninspired group. Uh, Salzburg are going to be going to Sevilla to play them. Um, I like Sevilla for this one, the home team, so go with the home team here at minus 165. Uh, Lille, Wolfsburg. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, pardon me, not Lille. Uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, Salzburg, it's the Battle of the Bergs, right? That's what I thought. It's Wolfsburg, uh, Salzburg. And I'm going to take... Um, hmm. I'm going to go with the home team, Wolfsburg, on this one. Okay, Group H, finally. Juve, Chelsea, Zenit, and Malmo. Uh, first up is U uh, Chelsea going to Malmo Stadium to play Malmo. I'm going to have to take Chelsea on this. They are so hot right now. It's difficult to, uh, you know, at minus 525, by the way. They are the prohibitive favorites. And the next matchup is Juve hosting Zenit. And I will have to probably, I will have to take Juve for this one at minus uh, 180. All right, those are my Champions League picks, courtesy of betonline.ag. If you have a chance, head over. I did really, really well last Champions League week, by the way. Very well. Um, I think I only got two matches wrong out of all the picks I gave you, which is really pretty good. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. Just a reminder, find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I always love to speak to my listeners. That's a great way, great place that you can um, find me on social media. Uh, and I hope you'll join me each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. All right, I'm going to run away, take a break. I'll be right back to wrap it up. All right, folks, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network brought to you by betonline.ag. Just a couple minutes left in the show, and I do like to recap all of my picks that I've given you for the Champions League this week. So uh, I'm going to get right to it because we really don't have a lot of time, and there are a lot of matches as we get into match day four out of six in the group stages. So coming down to the wire. Let's start with Tuesday's game, Wolfsburg versus Red Bull, Red Bull Salzburg. I'm going to take Wolfsburg for that, a plus 140. Uh, Malmo, Chelsea. Chelsea, big favorites, minus 525. If you think Malmo went in with a shout, you could get 1450 for it. But that's an unlikely result. Uh, Sevilla uh, hosting <clears throat> Lille at minus 165. Uh, you are going to want to take Sevilla for that one. Uh, Dinamo Kiev against Barcelona. I'm actually going for a draw. Bayern Munich against Benfica. Uh, I'm going to take Bayern Munich for that one. I don't know why I ticked Benfica. I'm definitely not taking them. Um, Villarreal, young boys. Villarreal, they will beat the young boys. Uh, Juve, Zenit. I'm going to take Juve in Turin at minus 180. Atalanta, Man United. I'm going to take a United away for plus 125 and those are the tuesday matches the wednesday matches 
We have Real Madrid against Shakhtar Donetsk. Actually, that is in Madrid. Is that not in Madrid, guys? You don't know. <laughs> Bloody useless, you know that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's in Madrid. If that's the case, I am definitely going to take Real Madrid for that here. Oh, we didn't do the Sharif uh, Inter game. Uh, let's have a look. Um, Real Madrid against Shakhtar Donetsk is in Madrid. Yes, so you're going to take Madrid for that one. I've got to run through here. Uh, Milan Porto, it's a draw. City, Bruges. I'm going to take City. Oh, dear, we're running out of time. Liverpool, Atletico, I'm going to take at Liverpool. PSG, Leipzig, take PSG. Sporting Lisbon, Besiktas takes Sporting Lisbon. Sharif into Milan, I'm taking Inter. And finally, uh, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, I'm taking Borussia Dortmund. I'll speak to you tomorrow, guys. Cheers. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.